I love jeeping. I hate jeep people. Yeah. Because the the current iteration of jeep people are the duckers, the you the know mother duckers. Oh, I the people with the salt life yeah. sticker on that go to the beach once a year. Oh, that's where it started. That's like the oh, that's the that's original, the original duck. duck. Like, like you're driving through Arkansas <laughs> and you have a salt life sticker on the. Well, Huh? Oh yeah, I go I go down to the Gulf Coast in in July once a year. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alright guys, well welcome back to another episode of Dirt Drive Podcast. Uh, we've been getting a question for a while. Um, the last person to ask it was uh, Cletus XJ on Instagram. He wants us to to talk about what you would actually like describe a build as. Oh, because people like you see on you see on Facebook Marketplace all the time. Bought not built. Bought not built, and 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 what's like? Look at my build, and it's like a TJ on thirty threes with yeah. a short arm lift and. That's not a build. That's I would call it modded. It, I I think the your angry eyes are not built. Oh, 100 percent. Your angry eyes are a mod that uh, should be taken. Quick off. tangent, in the seven slot Facebook group, there was a whole conversation about how Bronco people have stolen ducking. Oh yeah, they yeah. Put the Broncos thing. on the yeah. and I was like, I was like, oh, how long until Bronco people start doing angry eye grills? And apparently, they're out. That's a thing already. Yep. Yay! They're out. Right, anyway, uh, guess who I'll makes them? Doing those. Guess no, who makes them? Rough Country, Fab Fours. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a grumper. It's a full grumper. Uh, none of that constitutes a build. No. To tie it back into the original question. No. Um, I think I think a build personally is a state of mind. Yeah. Um, it's, I, there, it's a state of mind, but it also translates into like your vehicle not looking like everything else in the parking lot. Well, but it does because everyone does it. I think, I think what it comes down to, <laughs> like I, if I had to draw a hard line, if you were like, like this is going to be written into law, hard line, you know, build versus modification, like anything that's not easily reversible. So if you got to weld something, if you got to weld something, cut something, something that like immediately changes it from a factory configuration mm. so like like long arms right yeah like if you're if you're moving a suspension mounting point you are entering build territory or have entered build territory mm-hmm. uh, does that mean there are builds that don't have long arms yes but that's just yeah because because i believe there is heavily modified and then there's built Heavily modified is all the all the bolt-on parts I you can think, find is heavily modified. I think heavily modified would also fall under a build because, like, because at that point, right, like, like a build doesn't necessarily have to be performance stuff either, right? Like, if you're doing bolt-on cosmetics, but you're throwing away factory parts, you know, you're kind of entering into that build territory. Okay, right? Like, if you if you are altering something, not just putting, you know getting your getting your jeep name in a vinyl and putting it on the hood and <laughs> peeling off rubicon and putting rebelcon yeah right like <laughs> hey, trevor like that hey i i know i, I know. built mine no i'm just using it as did, an example. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you 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 built it i wouldn't call it a build though no it was no, mo- no. it was modified yeah yeah that's it's semantics but no but i i agree with you because it's that i think we've we've gone over that a ton where the sweet spot for jk's was Two and a half and thirty. Yeah, it's a stock G. It's just it looks good. It performs well. You don't have to do a ton to it. Right. So yeah, I would agree. It wasn't built, but it also wasn't just cosmetic but, shit. Right. But you could also go on Facebook, spend three hundred dollars and take off parts, and that thing would be a bone stock Jeep. Yeah. In yeah, a weekend. Yeah. Yep. Right. You mm-hmm. stock suspension, stock wheels and tires, yep. and you're back to normal. Well, mm-hmm. I think, I think we're all on the same page with, that's how trail jeeps should start. You should obviously start stock. Well, but then your next step is two inches and thirty fives. If that's what, if that's because that's what that's, most people do. That's why I say it's a it's a state of mind. It's not necessarily where your Jeep is at. You can be in process of building something, right? Yeah. Like you can take your JK, put a two and a half and thirty fives on it, and maybe you have a plan five years down the road to put tons and long arms under it. Yeah, like yep. that's you. You can have a. It can be a slow build. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you could be working towards that, compiling parts. 
Like, I think build is more of an a verb than it is an adjective. Does that I'm make sure sense? It's too early. I haven't had enough coffee first. Well, it's I. I always felt like if you're gonna say it's built, you have to have used it. Yes, because sure. like there's there's plenty of mall crawlers out there, which there's no I have no issue with them. I think there's but there's also they pay, but those they are, pay your bills. But those are typically the people who like to argue about built first bought, and For they're sure. also the same people who don't use their Jeep functionally. So for what they did to it, I mean, obviously we're an off-road podcast and we all off-road and Jeep and whatnot. So like, that's what we gravitate towards, but I don't think use case determines a build or not. Right. Cause if, if you look at it outside of off-roading, like there are plenty of people who are building a race car per se that don't have any access sure. to a racetrack. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's plenty of people that own race cars that have never even thought about a racetrack. Right. But like that all, doesn't all these mean that car isn't. Yeah. It doesn't mean that shit. car isn't built. Right. If, if you go from, you know, a stock Corvette at what, yeah, 500 horsepower yeah, I've never, and you have, and you pay somebody, right. You, and you spend a ton of money to make it a twin turbo, 1200 horsepower Corvette. That'll never see the track. That'll never see the track. It's still a built car. Fair, I've never that was gross. I apologize. I've never <laughs> Sorry, we're new. This is our first day, everybody. I've I've never associated the status of modifications to another subdiv or not subdivision class of, of sure. automotive another automotive yeah. class. Yeah. Like like the Subi guys, like yeah, those uh, yeah, those are right. I think yeah. I I think where it gets gray are you get the people who are trying, like, I, 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 I know we talked about this on an episode talking about modifications. It doesn't matter what you do with your Jeep. Just enjoy what you're doing yeah. with it, right? Yeah, 100%. Like, like, like just, just because you don't have plans to do a full build and do tons and long arms. And that's and fine. Whatever, that's perfectly fine. Do your two and a half 35s. Mm-hmm. Drive the kids to soccer practice. Put the top down on nice days. Love your Jeep the way it is. Yeah. Love your Toyota the way it is. But if you're you gonna do that, wave. God damn it. No. Oh, I I intentionally didn't wave at someone coming. They so coming from you, like a you quarter could, mile. You could tell. You could tell the people who got into off roading with Jeeps and the ones who didn't. Yeah. Yeah. No. You gotta from, wave. A, a quarter mile away, this guy was coming, had his hand up already, and had an angry. I'm like, absolutely fucking not. Nope. That's not aggressive. I, who, who was I just talking to about waving Jeeps? And I was like, it's better than ducking. Uh, it's definitely better than ducking, but like. I think because at least that's a true having tradition never of daily Jeep driven a Wrangler. Like I like I just don't have road miles in Wranglers other than test driving customer cars. And nine times out of ten, if I'm test driving your car, it's for death wobble, and I need both hands on the wheel. <laughs> uh, but like like when I used to drive Scrap Heap before I started trailering it. I would obnoxiously wave at Wranglers just, just for, just for, the just for shits and giggles, right? Like, say there's thing. guys that'll wave back. No, yeah. they just look at it and go, "Ooh, built Jeep." Yeah. And but <laughs> but that's the thing is, those are the guys that know. Like, they're like, they're the cool ah, ones. yes, yeah. they're the cool ones. The to me, the the waving thing has gone from like a sign of like, "Oh, hey, nice Jeep, respect." Yeah. To <laughs> look at me, I have one yeah, too. Exactly. Well, yeah. you know, why? and that's the most it's obnoxious. Be- thing. Yeah. It's because at the dealership, when you go to buy one, the sales guys are told to Make tell Jeep you wave. about the wave oh you know that's what they they call their extended warranty the right? jeep wave yeah. care package yeah. or whatever or, or not or sorry, like when i when i bought package. mine yeah. from the dealership yeah it was a toyota dealership and yeah, even that sales guy was yeah. like you know you got i was like don't don't talk to me about jeep stuff yeah it's, <laughs> he's like, like oh so you already know about that yes motherfucker it's a thing yeah when i was researching <laughs> it said i want to buy a jeep the first thing that pops but, up on google is make sure you yeah, wave you, you have to remember i've i'd wanted a wrangler ever since i was a little kid because my mom always wanted wrangler so i already knew about half right. that stuff going into it. he's like oh my daughter found out about this when she bought her friend i'm like good for your daughter yeah. dude i don't care my, my <laughs> thing is like if you look at like the motorcycle thing right like, everyone everyone on motorcycles waves to everyone exactly it should the, the like, grumbly boys wave to the zoomy right. boys like all the right yeah because you're all riding a motorcycle you're all gonna die at some point on yeah. two wheels <laughs> yeah yeah for real uh but that that's what annoys me about the jeep wave right like the gladiator came out and there was all these facebook discussions of like do we wave at gladiators like they're not real wranglers and it's like 
Shut up. You can take yeah. the doors and top off. Like, I wave at Broncos. If it's a nice Bronco, like, yeah. you know, sweet, sweet rig, dude. Yeah, like I, I like your rig. There's a couple <laughs> there's a couple FJs that are local that are like really well built. Speaking of local FJs, sorry, continue your story. And I'll like I'll wave at them when I'm driving my truck, like or just give them a thumbs up. Like the whole point of the wave is like acknowledging like, hey, I get it. Yeah. Right? Like it yeah. has nothing to do with how built your Jeep is. Don't mind our dog. Uh, Say, Carrie just dropped the baby. <laughs> no, I, probably not. <laughs> Future town uh, deck. There, there'd be a lot more screaming involved. Uh, it's 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 the sign of respect of like I get it right. Like I'm I'm in that that unofficial club of I can take top of doors off too. Like like cool man. Like yeah. nice du- nicely done. As opposed to this exclusive. Oh, I have a Wrangler. Like, no, like, that's not the point of it. Like, stop ruining all the good shit about Jeeps. Mm-hmm. Good shit about everything. It's not everything. People, people just ruin the good shit. Yeah. It gets... That's just life. Yeah. That's life. Um, so the cool thing, you said FJ. Um, we've talked about it the last few episodes. We're doing the Escape Expo. Mm-hmm. Nick's coming with his FJ80. Oh, His right-hand yes. drive FJ80. Yeah. He's, ju- he's just going to wheel on Saturday. He's got work on Sunday. I'm like, dude... Well, you're, well, he's going to come to Expo. He's going to leave with us at 2. Yeah. We're going to go to the National Forest. He said he would stay for dinner and then reevaluate whether he goes to work on Sunday. I'm like, cool, you know you're not going to work on Sunday because you're going to yeah, have so much yeah, fun. Yeah, might as well but we're going to have a right-hand FJ, FJ80 with us. I'm so uh, excited. Cal- Calvin, the guy that we just installed, the skinny guy camper for, may, may join us as well. Yeah, there's another guy on Facebook, too, who I'm not sure uh, it is that said he's going. Cool. But it's shaping up. Hell yeah. I'm that'd be, excited. That'd be a good trip, yeah. Uh, but back to the whole built. <laughs> versus bought yeah. conversation like i like fjs yeah yeah oh especially a uh i guess it's is it japanese spec is it yeah it's japanese it's imported nice yeah he bought uh, it from duncan and i think it's blacksburg yeah duncan automotive imports i thought it was richmond i, thought they were richmond. I don't know where it is anyway i think a lot of people get hung up too on the um and this is a smaller subsection of people but if you didn't do it with your own two hands they don't consider it built they get they get angry if sure. you're the person yeah. who takes it to a shop. Yeah, those are the to, fa- those to pay face, someone yeah. else to do it. And it's Facebook like warriors. It's like guys, it it's still on tons and long armed and yeah. on forties. Like to an extent, I understand I, that I, though. I do, but at the same time, it's like guess what? Whether they built it themselves or someone else did it, yeah. they're still doing the same shit that Correct. you did. Well, so if yours is built, then theirs is built. So so my <laughs> issue with that is if they don't know how to fix it themselves. So if you if you have a vehicle built like that. You need to be prepared to make repairs on the trail if you're going to take it on the trail because it's going to break and you need to know how to fix it to get it off. I, that I agree with. Sure. You, you should have an understanding of how it's built and how to how it works. That way you can... There's a lot of that bigger better. stuff you can't I necessarily think, fix on the trail. Like but some you, of that big stuff breaks, you're just you're flat out I, screwed. I, I think where... If you can cobble it back together to get sure. off the trail. Yeah, sure. Well, that's, that's important regardless of what stage you're at. Exactly. I think the... I think the the definition of built has nothing to do with who built it. Yeah. Right. Because at some point, you're you're exceeding a skill set, a capability, a, a tool requirement, yeah. something. Ninety percent like, of people who off road don't know how right. to do long arms and tons by themselves. Well, most long arm kits require welding. Yeah. Right. And like, if you want it done right, regardless of being able to fix it on the trail or, or mm-hmm. how good you are or what you know or don't know or how many tools you own. Yeah. Welding is not like welding on control arm brackets is not something you want to teach yourself to weld. On. No. no, right. No, like, no. like there are plenty of people that we, we talk to people all the time that are like, well, I really want to teach myself how to weld, but yeah, I think I'm I gonna, doing it on this. I, I'm either going to not do long arms until I learn how to weld or mm-hmm. I'm going to have you guys do this. Cause that's important. And yep. it's like, like, I think that, well, that, welding school because, sorry, I'm interrupting you again. I'm doing a little Bart Kreischer. Yeah. Well, welding school because it's something you can teach yourself. You just need to buy the machine. Don't sure. teach. Your, don't teach yourself on safety components. Right. Obviously, like well, like suspension components. Right. If you're a parent, don't buy your 14 year old son a welder. He Correct. will burn the house down. Yes. Yes. I learned that. Or do if you have a garage that has concrete walls and no. nothing flammable. Uh, well, no. This because I got one. I got one. <laughs> this is what it comes. To, on a tangent of learning how to weld, <laughs> you you are right. I I have always said and will always believe, if somebody wants to learn how to weld, all you have to do is learn how to adjust the welder. Yeah, the actual physical capability of running a MIG welder 
is just drawing little circles. Uh, yeah, essentially. And honestly, if you set your machine up right, you can just drag it in a straight line for most welds. So what it comes down to is being able to look at your weld and go, ooh, this needs more heat. This needs more wire. So I need to slow down here. I need to start doing circles, stitch this together, whatever it is. Like, there's that's the part that's difficult. Mm. Like, you know, that you can learn from watching a YouTube video, having a, you know, buying a buddy a six pack and having them sit there that they know how to weld and, and teach you how to make those adjustments. Um, modern welders have a lot of automatic settings, which does, does make it easier. But I can tell you, like, we have a relatively new state of the art Millermatic, and I don't like the automatic setting. For like, it's it's easier for me to set it and adjust myself as I move versus have to adjust have, the let the machine adjust for me. Um, and I think that's partly because I'm not the greatest welder. I think the machine doesn't adjust the way it to should. what I weld. Like where if it was, if I was a really good welder, like I think the machine would probably do better. Um, but I just I end up with better welds, nicer, flatter welds. Yeah. Not on the automatic. My <laughs> excuse is I grew up with a flux core and I could never weld with a flux core. Yeah, and, but you and also I, had no idea what you were doing. Yeah, I had no idea what I was doing. But I attribute that, and it's probably wrong. But I attribute my my lack of learning to weld is the flux core. And I know that's a shitty excuse because you can run really nice beads with a flux core. It, it it makes it harder. The flux core does make it harder because there's a lot more sp like spatter and and it's a dirtier weld. Um, but yeah, like everything, it's it's ninety percent prep, right? You got to start with clean metal. You got to have a good gap. You got to have the right settings. Like if you get all of that right, the the learning to drag the puddle across the metal is is the easy part. Yeah, um, it's just knowing what what prep to do, what wire to use, what flux to use. If you're using flux core, you know, do you have the right thickness of wire for the thickness of metal you're you're welding? Did you give yourself a bevel like? You know, you don't like a common misconception with welding is you want a really tight gap. Yeah, I know you want some some right. space in there. Right. So like if you're just welding mild steel and it's thick, right? Like the like a, like I just did a track bar bracket the other day. You know that track bar bracket was quarter inch. You almost want a quarter inch because you need your filler metal to go somewhere. You know if you the if you're trying to do a a butt well or uh, like a T joint, right where you're welding into the middle of two pieces not the edge like that you get that slope essentially in the corner mm -hmm. because your filler metal is filling that corner it's, and it's, yeah it's, it's so melting the other two metals together right. with the filler metal right so if you if you're doing a butt weld where you're doing edge to edge and that's a tight edge you've got to melt out the area before the filler metal can go down into it so you want to leave like a small eighth inch gap because then as you melt that edge, your filler material goes down into the gap and it f closes the gap, but it also fuses your two pieces together at the same time. Science. Science. <laughs> Back to the original conversation. Yes. <laughs> I do think if anything gets welded onto your rig, you're automatically in the built category. Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think we were we were saying how like there are people who claim to be built if they're not built and again it uh, it's a mindset it, it's a mindset like if you're selling your rig mid build you're uh, not if you're, if you're, you're if you're selling a rig mid, mid build i expect it to be missing pieces or like how you bought the yj the, right. the yj you bought mid build right but and that's the frame rails cut off things moved like mm -hmm. that that was a a true a true build that we're finishing it still is yeah uh <laughs> Stuck to the bottom of my You're cup. You're a mess this morning. Yeah. Shout out Gearhead Coffee for the nice uh, tumbler. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think, you know, I think a common one we, we see in the built category are the TJs. Yeah. Yep. I think the JKJL builds are a lot more gray because... There's so much aftermarket. There's so much aftermarket, and like it's all bolt on. But again, bolt on doesn't necessarily. No, like, no, no, I'm not saying that in a bad way. It's just it's there's <sighs> there's a lot less that has to yeah. be welded. Correct on yeah. the JKJL platform. Correct because there's so much aftermarket right. support, and, and they're so capable to start with. Yeah. Like 
it's, the TJs, you really got to build right. up to run do, 35. Doing a four inch and 33s and nothing else on your TJ is not a build. Well, I do this agree is, with this that. This is the same thing we talked about at SEMA is the, the, the hard line for me is there's so little uniqueness in the off-road market yeah. that it's kind of hard to separate yeah. the, the the modified from the built. And you really have to stand out with yeah tons and 40s but even tons and 40s in a custom cages i'll find four more in an hour from well, here that look the I, same sure but i that i think that just goes to the popularity of the segment more so than what is built and what is not because if you're doing tons and 40s in a cage i don't care if it's the same cage and same tons and 40s that joe schmo has they're both built jeeps yeah 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 um and that's why i say like if it can't go back to factory easily like 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 your jeep like you're, it's, you're it's a stock, it, right? Oh, my XJ or my you're, JK. Well, okay, your Jeeps. We can. They're actually, I think, good examples. Your your JK can go back to stock. It's mostly it is, stock. It parts. is mostly stock. Right. I actually yesterday at work with the with the new vinyls on it. Someone asked me when I got a new Jeep, and I'm like, what do, you, <laughs> "What do you mean?" He goes, "That doesn't look like the same one you drove last week." I'm like, "I, I put, put some stickers on it." Yeah. <laughs> he was like, yeah, "Oh there shit, that's built." He's, he's like, "That changes it a lot, <laughs> actually." Now where. Where it does start to get gray, in my opinion, is I think you are building that Jeep. Yes. Right? Because, yes, you have stock wheels, stock bumpers, but you have an end goal that does dramatically change it from what it is. Yeah, when I drill into my hardtop for the, the, the roof sure. rack, yeah. that's when the build starts. Yeah. <laughs> when I got to drill my five... I don't know how much they cost. $2,000 hardtop. At least. Oh, yeah. uh, and I think... I think that that's why, for me, it's, it's it's a state of mind, right? Like, and anybody can believe they're built. I just, I don't know if if our podcast is gonna be a PSA, like, <laughs> like. Well, I I think a lot of it too is if if it's built for you, right? Yeah. Like, because it's not just your sure. suspension components. Like, Ron Barber's is a good example of that, right? Like, it was he's got the WJ, yeah, that yeah. WJ. Truck, truck driver from so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, but so like even his interior, right? Like he's got that yes. built out purposefully for him for what he wants to do yeah. specifically, right? So that it's it's the culmination of everything you've done to the vehicle. It's def- yeah that-, that is is makes it what's built right. Like right. with the JK, if you just throw two and a half and thirty fives on there, yeah, that's in my opinion not it's really stock. built. That's it's modified. You've done a little bit to it, but if you're also going through and you're adding in. The CB radios, GMRS, all that, where you're like, I am using yeah. this for this specific purpose. Yeah. That's why I did this, this, and this. Now you're in build territory. That's, yeah. that, that's why I say it's a mindset. Is, yeah. Do you do you have an end goal, and is it a is it, well is it, thought out yeah. plan? And are the 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 modifications you're doing, whether they're bolt on, weld on, hacked up, yeah. whatever, do they do they make a cohesive project that? Flows it, and that looks flows good. Yeah. And, it, yeah. and serves a purpose. And well, serves, that, serves a purpose for you. It's got to be uniquely yours too, I believe. Yeah, yeah, and I think like that comes down to things like vinyls and the you know naming your Jeep and color combinations and doing something. Oh, are, like you, that. are you still? Are you a fan of the the vinyl naming on your Jeep on the side? Like like on the hood. Uh, I, I plead the fifth. Could me too. <laughs> well, it, I, tra- I Trevor think- is, but. No, so this, for for me that that actually um, made me more happy. The more pissed off people would get about yeah. that name because they're like Rubicon, Rebellicon. What the, the fuck? Well, and it says Sahara next go, to it. Well, that's a Sahara. You can't call it a Rebelcon. And I just look at him and go, I can call whatever the fuck I want. I own it. For real? Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you care? It's not hurting you. Who yeah. gives a shit? But I think that's where the like the quote unquote off road guys and the quote unquote Overland guys used to get into it too because well, obviously. <sighs> Overland buildouts, from a suspension standpoint, typically Relatively aren't, stock. As, aren't yeah. as aggressive. Right. So yeah, and that's, but, that's the build that I'm doing with the JKs. Keep it relatively stock, so that way you, you, you can talking, get replacement parts at AutoZone. Yeah, if you have to. Yeah, but it's also <laughs> yeah. when you're talking about having just a cohesive unit, and that's what makes it your build. The Overland guys fucking take the cake because yeah. they literally every, inch every is about. piece is thought yeah. about. I have to stock this much stuff: the rooftop tent, the rack. All of it comes down to how they're building their vehicles. So, in essence, overland vehicles are more built vehicles well, and, and from, than off-road vehicles in that in that mindset. From jumping into it, 
There's a, here's your word again, Tom. There's more strategery. Oh my god, <laughs> strategy, <laughs> strategy. I was editing the episode this morning. I'm like, I need to use that word again. Today. The episode we did with my dad. He's like, he's like, oh, strategery, and I'm like, he's like, that's not a word. I was like, I mean, it is. It's just you're just saying it wrong. Yeah. It's, so it's th- strategy. Th- there's, there's more strategery in planning. Can you just say it like a normal human? There's more strategy and planning when it comes to like an overland build and like yeah. that that overland thing. Absolutely. Because I'm planning a trip to uh, to Cape Lookout, and it's fucking a pain in the ass to plan. But it's going to be so when you actually get to the follow through, it's going to be so much yeah. fun. Opposed to the 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 other side of our lifestyle, which is just bash rocks your, and get drunk. Ba- yeah, yeah. Throw, throw your shit on a trailer, bash rocks, get drunk, well, and yeah, camp in the same spot. It's the it's which is I don't. I'm, it's equally as fun. It, it, equally, yeah, it's equally as fun. Yeah, it's it's the forced preparedness versus the unintelligent recklessness. Like, it's, <laughs> go re- ahead, and mark that for a, a real unintelligent recklessness. Got it, <laughs> right? Like that's, but that's how it is. Like that's to me in my mind that is overlanding versus off roading. Sure. Right. Yeah. Like that. That's what it. Because for overlanding, well, you there's a. I think. Not I to think. Say that I think it's all off roading. I think it's overlanding sure. and rock crawling. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Because yeah. there's when you go rock crawling, there is some thought process, but once you're in the thick of it, you're just like, cool. I got to make it. It's, so it's going to be what it's going to be. Yeah. Here yeah. we go. That's the line I want. Oh, oh shit, shit! Not there anymore. <laughs> but to your point, when you're planning these longer trips, you. It's weeks and weeks and weeks of preparedness of like, okay, if I if I take this route and go this way, then it's going to take this many hours, and I have this much gas, and I have this much food, and yada, yada, yada. And then, yeah, you get to the enjoyment part when you're actually on the three-day journey, but what a lot of people don't realize is it's four weeks of preparedness yeah. to do three days, whereas when we go yeah. rock crawling... It's you throw you throw a big, you want to go next weekend? All right, cool. And then yeah. you get out there and you're like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You throw you throw just the biggest randomest parts you could find on there to make it as strong as possible. Yeah. You, you pack yeah. your you you don't even pack a lunch. You go to Sheets on your way out and you yep. get a sandwich. <laughs> a sandwich? How about like four bags of beef jerky, a case of energy drinks, some chips. You get you get the monster coffees for the morning because you don't yeah. want to brew anything because mm-hmm. you're hungover from the night before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I think just that's the common theme here, right? Like. If it's thought out, if it's prepared, it's it's a build. If it's if it's purpose, if it's like ooh, that's a pretty color, and you just and like you want pink grab handles because you want pink grab grab handles. Yeah, I, r- I ripped Will's uh, grill yeah. cover off. I'm like, this is horrible. Well, see, but even like the the Renegade, I would consider built to yeah, an extent, oh, right? Like, yeah, because nothing else looks like it. Right, it's, it's very it's, unique. It's, it's also one of like five Renegades that's actually been off road in the entire yeah. world. Yeah, so. but it's also but it was it was thought out, right? Like. It was. There would be more to it if there was more available for it. Sure, and I think that's why this argument gets so deep in the off-road world is because there's so much bolt-on available. Is it's like, are you still building it if it's bolt-on? Yes, and I, I think I, I do want to say yes. I think there are just different levels of build. Yeah, so I think well, yeah, because even the rock crawler stuff that's bolt-on can get pretty extreme yeah. in its quality, oh, yeah. right? Like, well, you, shit. you can take a four-and-a-half-inch rock crawler that's not a long arm, that's a mid-arm There are five kid. different companies, at least, that make yeah. bolt-in one-ton axles. Yeah. So uh, at that point, it's like, oh, one-tons yeah. aren't built anymore because you could just bolt them right yeah, in. Yeah, it's it like, but that's not yeah. how that works. Well, like, I think a good <laughs> example of that is Martin Rieger's Jeep, Sub-Zero. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, oh, that's, that is that's, a built Jeep. That is oh, yeah. uniquely but, built for him. But everything about it is bolt-on. Yeah. Right? Like, that, those are all JL-specific yeah. parts that are... That's a yeah, you, you can't that you, you can't can knock the consumer for the fact that the manufacturers have gone. We're going to make this more accessible right. to people. Right, it's going to cost you a shit Yay, ton. Of, like, capitalism, yeah. But it's like th- those that set of yeah. one tons is still going to cost you fifteen grand each. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> just just because it costs you more money because you're not doing it yourself doesn't right. make it not built exactly. The yeah. manufacturer said we want to make this easy so more people feel inclined to buy our product. Yep. Not make it harder so that we go yeah. out of business because right. not everyone yeah. can weld their yeah. shit on. Yeah. Just, just because everybody can do it doesn't make it not a build. Yeah. Uniquely, it just makes you, it less unique. You, uniquely yours and not cobbled together. When shit's cobbled together and looks like trash, which yeah. isn't, I mean, well, but I think that's like not like an objective statement. You can tell when something looks bad. Yeah, but it can, it can. You could hate it, and it could still be a Correct. build, yeah. right? Like, like, like Stan Civics. I don't love Stan Civics. I think they're, but they're definitely built. They're definitely built. All the Brodozers at SEMA are 
fucking built. They yeah, are that's built yeah, more than that's, yeah. built more than most anything in the off road yeah, community. Yeah, yeah, that ain't stock. Yeah, I still hate it. When you guys still oh, yeah. don't have a front drive shaft. Yeah, when, yeah, when you got to do a drop box just to run the rear axle. Yeah, but, it's but right, I, it's built. I think to your point, it's I think. Or you the, need a ladder to get in it. Yeah. yeah. I think the argument... If you have to debate uh, helical cut gears <laughs> versus straight cut gears, yeah. you're building something. Yeah. But it's like, if I think the argument nowadays has sort of devolved because there's less uniqueness in the market. I think that's where a lot of the well, I, argument comes yeah. from, is people go, oh, I've seen... 3,500 Jeeps on three and a half and 37. So those, that's not a build anymore. It's like, but well, it is. So the, <laughs> to add to that, I think the people who are doing a rough country lift kit or a Mopar lift kit or buying their lifted Jeep from the dealership with 37, that's on not it a already, build. But they're the ones in the parking lot going, look at my built Jeep. Nope. Sorry. And you those, bought that. Well, <laughs> Because you, you did, <laughs> but but that's you buy it like that, and that's all you do to your Jeep. You're not building a Jeep. Yeah, that's that's not a you, build. You just have a lifted Jeep. You have a modified that's Jeep, an and that's okay. Appearance package, in right. my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> and and I, you, you pull like you that, pull the loan you may, for you may as well have just done decals. You pull, you pull the loan for clout. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it. Is. And and I just and and what bugs me about it is like those are the same people that are making jeeps an exclusive club like oh i have a jeep oh oh, you're, oh you have everyone. a you have a grand cherokee that's not a real jeep the fuck it's not yeah like, <laughs> that bitch like, has air suspension and is more comfortable than your ring right well and that's and but that's <laughs> they're so nice those are the people that are and those track hawks don't don't right. even get me started on those. it's a race car yeah it is <laughs> like that, that that's what that's what bugs me about where the community is gone yeah is like like we we differentiate Jeep people and off roaders all the time, right? Like Jeep people, ninety percent of them aren't built. They, off roaders, ninety percent of off roaders are built. built. Yeah. yeah, Jeep people give out ducks in the parking lot. Off roaders, well, he cut he, a duck in half. He and says throw it in the parking at the lot. Sh- he says it all the time. He's like, I love jeeping. I hate Jeep people. Yeah, because the the current iteration of Jeep people are the duckers. The, you the know, mother duckers. Oh, I the people with the salt life yeah. sticker on that go to the beach once a year. Oh, that's where it started. That's like the oh, that's the that's original, the original duck. duck. Like, like you're driving through Arkansas <laughs> and you have a salt life sticker on the well, huh? Oh yeah, I go I go down to the Gulf Coast in in July once a year. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's I'm like I'm like I I I, I get it. I I get. I want everybody to love what they do. I just I don't like the exclusion that comes with labeling something built or not bought. Are you seeing the same thing PJ sent? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I don't know if he sent it to you, but I saw it actually before he sent it. Um, if it's what I think. Well, it and is. That, that's why we've become, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that we're, we're having trouble selling the shirts, but that's why we've become the anti Jeep Jeep club. Right. Speaking of, Oh, if you'd like to support the podcast, you're going to order that one directly from us. Yeah, now. that's uh, unfortunately uh, no names, but um, no, that, give them names. No, 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 because no, we're still trying to work. No, it out. that okay. that unfortunately the anti Jeep Jeep Club T-shirt currently. Oh, if any of our listeners uh, happen to be experts or legal experts in um, trademark and copyright and free use and parody law, which I think all falls under the same category as law. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if you guys want to like maybe a little pro bono advice on. Yeah. How to make that work? Just give us a call. Or awesome. anybody does on-demand sublimation printing. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. I, I was supposed to text Nick, but uh, again, yeah. if you, I digress. We we appreciate all the support we get from our listeners. DirtNerdsOffRoad.com. If, if you would like to support us further, because we are trying to go to King of Hammers this year, and that Dirt costs a lot of money, go to DirtNerdsOffRoad.com. DirtNerdsOffRoad.com. You will see our little merch. What is this? What was that old commercial that used to do that shit? They used to just say the same thing over and over and over because they realized. My, my, my favorite old commercial is Ship Your Pants. <laughs> <laughs> no, but hey, that's that been Wal- me for the last two days. Walgreens, Ship Your Pants? No, but what? It, uh, I don't, I know what commercial you're, I can't think of it either. Because they used to yell it. It, yeah. it was like. It's, it's like the girl. It was like a it migraine like, commercial or something. Yeah, it was like, like, yeah. Take this medicine and it'll get rid of your migraine. Take this medicine. Yeah. And it's just like, Jesus Christ. Like, oh. Oh, uh, head on. Apply yes. directly to the forehead. Yes, head on. Apply directly to <laughs> yeah. the forehead. It's, it's like the, the new uh, TikTok girl that says Mercedes. Yes. And she flicks something. Yep. Mercedes. But. Um, Dirtnerdsoffroad.com. Dirtnerdsoffroad.com. You'll see the merch section up there. It takes you right to our Shopify store. We've got a lot buy of great t-shirts up there. Please buy our shit. 
Um, we love doing this. We appreciate that you guys listen. Yeah, we're going to keep doing it. And we're going to keep doing it Whether you listen or not, we're going to keep doing it. But this will this will help My us get listens. to the point of good. when we have that financial support, we're going to be able to put out more content more frequently yeah. as opposed to just weekly episodes. So go to the website, dirtnerdsoffroad.com, buy some T-shirts, buy some hats. There's even, I think, some baby onesies on there, too, for all yeah. those new parents. So anyway. And as you... Listen and support us. We're also getting into YouTube. The first YouTube video should be up. It's nothing yeah, off-roady. Yeah, was, it's if me you want to watch Tim <laughs> if you want to build something. Build, yeah, I hang a swing. Built not t- bought. T- yeah, my shed's built not bought, dog. <laughs> what should, a segue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that should be up. Um, also, if you want to do your build, we're doing in, in-show ad reads now. Also, if you want to do your build, check out Adam's Drive Shaft. Adam's Drive Shaft. Boxo Tools. Yeah, yeah Ad, well, Adam's Drive Shaft, use code Dirt Drive and get 15% off your drive shafts. Boxo Tools is Dirt Drive, get 10% off. Yeah, because you need tools to build it. Yes. You do. Or you need to come see us at the shop. Or yeah. both. Uh, no, you if you're going to bring it to the shop, we prefer, don't touch we, it. We prefer you don't start the build. <laughs> Correct. But you should, if you're going to own a vehicle, you should have tools. That's part of uh, owning an off road vehicle. If you're going to. If you're going to actually use the vehicle, use the vehicle. Because here's the thing: if if you have your stock plus Jeep, your two and a half and thirty fives. Hey, don't talk shit. I'm not talking shit. Two and a half and thirty threes, dog. Okay, so if you have a completely stock Jeep, <laughs> if you wish the Falcon uh, mud trains were the OE tire for they were available as yeah. an OE tire. Yeah. So yeah, my my Jeep is completely, completely stock. stock. Yeah. Uh huh. That's I know. fine. Anyway, I love it. So, but if, if you're going to take that Jeep and fuck it up twice a year, go run Peter's Mill or Flagpole or some fire roads and do a little car camping, yeah, a tire patch kit and air compressor, some basic things are great. You don't need a 3,000 piece fucking mechanics tool yeah. set to, to maintain that Jeep. Like, if you, do, like, I'm not saying everybody has to change their own oil. Do I believe... But an impact with an appropriate socket to put your spare tire on... Would be very helpful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I always I, I carry like the, I feel like there's a story me. behind that. No, it no. was just one of those things. When I got my Wrangler, I was like, how am I ever going to get my spare tire off if I right. don't have a fucking impact? Yeah, it's well, one thing yeah. when you're a Honda Civic tire. Like, every every time I do the brakes or something on the Honda, I'm like, I pick the tire up and I'm like, oh yeah, this so, is what a normal so tire is like. Yeah. Well, it's like, anytime so we take small. the stock tires off Wranglers... For the so few but that's still a massive tire compared to sure ninety percent of everything else tire. on the road. Compared to the Sonata, the Civic, but yeah. like we we had the the one Wrangler in the other day. It was completely stock, JK, and you yeah. realize, holy shit, I stand taller, like yeah. just standing yeah. up because you're so used yeah. to lifted Jeeps. Stock Cherokees are hilarious. Yeah. Oh, I know. Stock Cherokees know. are comical. It makes me yeah. giggle every time we it's have one. Fantastic. In the shop. Because it's like, like I had to actually sit down into yeah. it. Mm-hmm. You gotta like squat into it like it's a yeah. sedan, yeah. We, and you just forget. That was a uh, like shout out Jason. Whenever we would get stock jeeps in, he'd forget they were stock and whack his head on the door on the way in because he wouldn't get down low enough. He'd go to go up into a stock jeep and just whack his head on the roll so, bar. So being in business for three years now, officially ish, yeah. four yeah. years. Three. Years. What, what's been your favorite three years customer build? Ooh. There's been some good ones. I think my favorite one's currently in the shop. The XJ? I can't wait to see it finished. That's, so, I was, I was, PJ, I saw PJ taking a bunch of pictures and stuff of it the other day. Yeah. And I think we do need to do, like, a good five, six minute walk That's around fine. on that when it's done and just go through everything. Um, that is definitely high on the list. It's a 99 XJ. Basically, at this point, a, a full restoration. Like, it's it's got a brand new stroker. Shout out Evan, classic motor machine. Yeah, I love Evan. Uh, so four six, stage two cam. Like it's gonna, it's probably gonna make about two hundred fifty horse, which is double, almost, almost the, double a factory the, four liter. The torque on it is wild. Oh, there's so the the stroker is low key probably one of the best modifications you can make to an XJ or a TJ or an LJ. Um, but it's a it's a factory AX fifteen five speed Cherokee. Uh, oh, nice. So the the interior's gutted, new floor pans. Um, where it's getting a full, like, ceramic insulation, floor coating. Interior's getting redone. Full stereo, lights, roof rack, awning. We've long had, arms. Um, yeah, we did a Clayton long arm kit on the front. 
So it's going to sit like f- about four inches by the time we dial everything in. Bilstein Reservoirs. It's going to get Falcons 33s. Uh, we've got a Barnes. Uh, oh, the Barnes rack. For the, the Barnes XJ rack. But we're going to modify it a little bit uh, on drawer slides. Ooh. So the so it can actually like roll out. Oh, is that what the drawer slides are sitting yeah, on the? Yeah, yeah. Um, so like, I haven't quite figured out exactly how we're gonna do that yet because we're we still gotta finish the the floor before I test fit it. Um, but yeah, it's like looking at it like it's a really good setup, and just the way the customer's gonna use it, I didn't want them to have to fold down the back seat to access all like the full aspect of storage out of it. Um, so we're we're just gonna build that slider into it and. But also tons of like internal Molly panels, so he yeah. can just yeah, like it's gonna stack have so much stuff storage. Like, yeah, yeah, it's it's, gonna, it's like a really good. I don't want to say like starter overland build, but it's a but it's it's like a step above starter. Where like that's it's a good mid range. It seems like a, a really out. good quality throw all the parts at it build. Yeah, all yeah. the quality parts, all the American made good quality yeah, parts. Yeah, yeah, but like like he's his his overlanding isn't like hardcore trail riding. So like his is cross country. It's cross country yeah. road trip. So he doesn't need the camping aspect. Doing the Pan American. Yeah, he's not doing. He's not doing like the cat and like off grid for a week where he needs like solar and all the other crazy stuff that you associate with overlanding. Like yeah. we're not even putting a winch on it because he's he doesn't have any plans to get into roads or trails that he would need a winch. He just wants to be able to get his Jeep, drive across the country. Go wherever he wants go to. And, and have the ability to go down the dirt road in Wyoming to a ranch or whatever. Like, it, it's not about trails. It's just about travel. Um, and that's why he wants all the storage. Yeah. So, but yeah, that, that's definitely a, a cool build. I've always liked the the Grand Cherokee we did. The blue, oh, blue WK2. Nice. Oh, yeah. Um, all the off-road animals stuff. Yeah. I mean, that was, yes, that was throwing a catalog at it. And that Jeep probably doesn't get used like it could. No, but it's still badass. But it looks Offroad Animal makes such good stuff. And like like that Jeep has the capability oh, yeah. to do anything you want with it. Um and mm-hmm. that like it just looked really good. Yeah. Um It's the unique the unique builds. Like like yeah. I enjoy when the the middle arm Toyota Tacomas and Forerunners come in. Yeah. Like like I know you didn't do any work on it, you just charged the shocks. But that oh that, yeah that was that, came that, in, was, that nice was so truck. nice that was a nice truck yeah um, I mean Martin's is a really good build yeah, yep. it is um, and and he beats a piss out of that thing so like, every Jeep badge of honor trail in the country I think minus two minus I was, which, which, probably which he, as of recording this it's two or three yeah he's he's I, got two left that he plans to it was September October that he was going on that trip wasn't yeah he? I think it's October so, now yeah. but yeah he's we're supposed to have him on at a. At or around Overland Expo, he okay. said he was going to be down, down uh, the show and wanted to yeah. do an episode. I'm trying to think. We, there, we we just went through this the other day with ticket numbers. We've had like 2,500 rigs through the shop at this point, so it's hard to... Pick and choose? Like, reme- Well, it's just hard to remember them all. Yeah. I mean... Uh, I mean, those are the recent ones. The, the 392 we just did was a really nice, cohesive build. Yep. Um, Do you have a favorite one, Trevor? I'm trying to think because there's, like you said, there's been so many of yeah. them that, like, I know, maybe a little biased, but I've always liked, like Darwin's setup. Like Darwin's Jeep was capable enough, but also aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ricky's is going to be a fun one. Ricky doing yeah. the stretch. Oh, we gotta, we gotta write that. In. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. Yeah, we we got a um, request to stretch a, stretch a TJ. <laughs> oh, nice. I mean, five inch. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, I've as as biased as it sounds. I've always really enjoyed the stuff we've done to our own vehicles. Oh um, yeah, like yeah, those, those are the but most. Not, those are the not most like fun. in a, not like in a, oh our jeeps are the best. Duh, duh, duh. It's like because it's the reward of working on your own thing and then having it look dope afterwards. Well, that, but it's also like when when we all first started as a group, there was a lot of similarities in the vehicles we had, right? So it was just always kind of like. They, they all function relatively the same, right? And then you kind of started off with the XJ where you you got something completely different and went down that path. And, and then, then, then we adopted then, Tom at some point, and then... And then he got... He had, he's had everything. Well, yeah, and then... But much. he had the Chief, which he kind of ran as it said. <laughs> into the ground? Yeah. Well, <laughs> that thing was running that, into that the was, ground when I bought it. Yeah. But then Scrappy came along, and yep. Scrappy, you know... 
as much as it was just a Grand Cherokee on 33's open open. Yeah, it shouldn't have lived the long as it, as long Scrappy, as it, it wasn't supposed to. Scrappy was like the poster child of I, dirt nerds because it was just like I would argue everyone looked at it and went, "Oh, that thing's so built up," and it's like, "Nah, it's yeah. just on 33's and some takeoff parts." It, it, <laughs> 33's not matching wheels. Yeah. It, it, it's a it's a catch twenty two for me because like I love the YJ, like that was not a project I wanted yeah but i took it on and i've i've learned to absolutely love that jeep yeah now had scrap heap not been as dare i say capable and reliable as it was i don't think i ever would have given up on the cj project yeah which yeah. is disappointing because the cjk the, CJ, the cjk was going to be a cool fucking concept yep. and i'd still on my list to do uh i think you should still do it at some point because i think that's yeah. just fun I agree. Yeah, you need a new like, frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean that, but and that, well, and that's what it came down to too. Was like it was a bigger project than I think I had convinced myself it would be. And they always are. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, but that one was stuffing the motor. You, you and the alarms, man. That's like I the know, third man. episode in a row St- that I had stuffing the, the motor off. from the Cherokee Chief. Yep. into the CJ frame, going to slap JK axles underneath. Yep. Like that was going to be a yeah. unique. Yeah, it was. Build. It was a matter of like I had a bunch of parts laying around, and we were going to do this. And then as it started to come together, it was like this isn't going to work. <laughs> it's going to be really unaffordable. <laughs> well, it wasn't even the the affordability side of it. It was like it was just we put cool. the. We put the engine and transmission in the frame. There was no room left. And the tail shaft without the transfer case was like 18 inches from the rear axle. So like a YJ. No, no. without the transfer oh. case. Oh, without the transfer yeah. case. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to have like a four inch drive shaft unless I stretch the wheelbase, which defeated the whole purpose of the project <laughs> was that it looked like a stock CJ <laughs> with coil springs and, and, and a four JK link. parts. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, it's like I know there are people who do um like JK frames and then like do like I don't want to say knockoff, but like basically build a CJ six. Yeah, put a body on top of a put JK a body frame. on a JK. That's what, what all these cool these cool builds that you see are all just yeah uh, JK JK frames with we're bodies slowly, on top. Yeah, we're slowly turning into the motor swap group because now pj's talking about wanting to motor swap the lj okay yours has, talks a- about ADD everything. is absolutely contagious i don't care what anybody says <laughs> we, we have to put the tons under two jeeps before we even talk about yeah. motor swaps three technically because i still want tons under the yj okay yeah. Yeah. we just have to find another set yeah for seven hundred dollars Hopefully, less. I'll start looking. I find I always find the good deals. Or, or but or, yours is motor swapped. Mine's motor swapped. We're not going to touch his yet because that's got to be a stock. Yeah, King of Hammers car. Hopefully, 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 we got to find so money can, for that. Can we can we build that out to a stroker and have yeah. it still? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that that would be smart. That's what we like. Loosely, the game plan is is like if we throw tons on a cage in it, it's ready to go. Yeah. And then and run it into the ground and replace and then parts as we and then when to. the three hundred thousand mile <laughs> four liter decides to give it up a hundred miles from the pit <laughs> in the high speed run and we need to get back with a helicopter yeah <laughs> yeah that no, I don't want to pay that tow bill oil no. pressure <laughs> never heard of her yeah uh, yeah but the nice thing is it's a four liter so it'll run without the oil pressure <laughs> and it does it's, it does scrappy currently. used to do the same thing yeah you just watch that you just watch it pegged to zero and you'd be like oh shit oh, I just well, the, we're still moving I just <laughs> have the dummy light I'm like oh shit I don't have oil pressure right now I don't know how much or how I little I have. But I don't hear it knocking. Nope, not yet. If it ain't tapping, it's got oil. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you put the thick stuff in. The thick stuff keeps it, that way it sticks to everything and it keeps it lubricated when it's yeah, not Yeah, like, like the display you see at uh, AutoZone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wheel. Uh, it's going all the way up the gears. <laughs> well, we got way off topic. I just remembered this episode's about building versus buying. All, all of our Jeeps are built. That's that's a... Eh, being built. <laughs> Your Jeep doesn't have tires on it right now. Yes, it does. Oh, did you put yeah, we yeah. Just, Sean's tires on Dude, it? Sean doesn't, do you, Sean doesn't know it yet, so Sean, if you're listening to this episode, do, that do was you, a straight trade for 37s, by the way. Do You you should, you should <laughs> not see how badass it looks it, with it, those it, fucking tires. It's on actually it. where they belong, not yeah. on a road-going JK. Because yeah, no. <laughs> that thing's never going to see the road, but yeah. you no. know what it's going to do? Well, yeah, because it's never going to leave the parking it's lot. Never gonna leave. Hey. It'll leave on my trailer at some point. <laughs> yeah, to the new shop. Yeah. It runs and drives. Yeah, I, I think I don't know. Summing it up, built built is a is a mindset. Yeah, it's, it's there. There is to an extent. No, but built is is 
something you can see was thought through, yeah. not cobbled together and done with pride. Right. Well, yeah. no, because you could have a cobbled co- together. Yeah, you could have a cobbled together build. <laughs> but so our co- our cobbled together builds are thought through. Yeah, but that doesn't detract Eventually. from the fact that it's cobbled together. Yeah, correct. I've got a Chevy motor with. That's not cobbled together. That I wouldn't say that's cobbled I together. Think if you, it's if, a Jeep body with a Chevy yeah. drivetrain and Ford right, so, axles. So a good, a good example of <laughs> that's Frankenstein of, of a thought through build. We have a three ninety two coming in that already has a bunch of aftermarket stuff bolted onto it, and he's finally doing like a, a real lift kit. But we've upgraded the rear springs to the three and a half lift spring because he knows he wants to carry more weight in the back. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, 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 that's the mindset. That's the built mindset. That is, I'm going to do X. I need Y. Yeah. If you just like, if you just do a lift wheels and tires, you're not building it. You're modifying it. If you do a lift wheels and tires because you need 37s, or you want 37s to go run the Rubicon, so you're going to end up with you know, Substock. a roof rack and 100 pounds of gear and air compressors and tools and all the shit you need to go do hardcore trails. That's, that's that You're building that Jeep. You know, it's a lift, wheels, and tires is the start of a build. If, you, if that's where you stop, you haven't... You've modified it. You haven't you, done you, anything. You haven't done anything. It's You've stock. You've modified it. It's stock. And it's stock plus. Yeah. Stock, okay, stock plus. Yeah. Cool guys. I hope that answers the question, Cleater. Yeah, Clay, Clater, Claytus XJ. So hell yeah, yeah you, brother. If you guys, hell, hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Did you watch any of the uh, Bristol One Thousand? Uh, I just watched Tony Angelo's Stay Tuned video, of the Bristol One Thousand, and we have to go at some point. We definitely have to go because it's not that long of a drive for us. One, two. I was trying to figure out how we do like a Dirt Nerds version of that. Just a bunch of XJs ripping through the woods. <laughs> the Dirt Nerds One Thousand. I don't know. We'll talk about that we'll one off the air. Um, thank you for listening. If you guys have any other questions, um, we love answering questions. We'll make Turners a whole. We'll make a whole episode out of it. Um, <laughs> Apply directly to the forehead. If you haven't gotten the subliminal messaging yet, go to dirtnerdsoffroad.com and yes. go to the merch part and buy t-shirts buy so t-shirts, we can do fun shit. So we can make this a video and we can flash graphics and say dirt nerds off-road. Well, we're close, yeah. we're close to making the video. <laughs> oh, yeah, once we rebuild the studio <laughs> thanks to hot, humid mid-Atlantic summers. Yeah, all of our sound deadening fell off the wall. So we were going to record Yay. this, but it looks like shit again, so we didn't. Yay! Yay. Yay. <laughs> Check us out. DirtNerdsOffRoad.com. 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 Uh, support our sponsors. Support the people that support if us. If you're sick of hearing us, DirtNerdsOffRoad.com. Go to DirtNerdsOffRoad.com and buy our shit so we don't have to keep sponsoring ourselves. DirtNerdsOffRoad.com. Check us out on YouTube. DirtNerdsOffRoad.com. Like, subscribe, follow. Same thing on Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, hit the subscribe button. You get notifications when we post new episodes. And check out the partners list in the comment section yep. or in the description of the episode. Yes. Dirt Drive is the discount code. For at, everything. For everything. Everything in the world. The discount varies. Jeep Cables. Shout out Jeep Cables. Free shipping. It's a big one when your yes. battery cables weigh like 18 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, they're really nice. Yeah. And Boxo Tools so you can build your, your battery, project. Put your battery cables on. You can put your battery cables on. Yeah. But, uh, Thanks for listening. We will see you guys next week. Dirtnerdsoffroad.com. Dirtnerdsoffroad.com. Are you enjoying this podcast? Do you want more ridiculousness from the Dirt Nerds? Check out Dirtnerdsoffroad.com. It'll link to all of our social media as well as our YouTube page. And you can pick up some sweet merch to help support the podcast and other adventures.